Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Sith Council. How are you? It's nice to see everybody. I can't see any of you. Um, I'm excited here, very much so, because uh, both Steph and I were wrong. We thought that we had seen other stuff that nobody else saw, and everybody saw it anyway. We missed episodes. I just watched episode two and three this morning of The Bad Batch. And to talk to me about that today are Steph and Mike. What's up, Mike? Eating chicken? I get muted. And, oh, I did that on purpose. Which is good. Watch this. Steph, you're not muted, right? No. You get better when it's like this? Yeah. I mean, the, the space is clear. Yeah. We're ready to be here. No, Mike, you're not muted anymore. What's up, man? I'm just kidding. You still yeah. <laughs> All right, oh. all right, you're back. You're back. How you doing? Not your freaking jokes. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> nice to see you again, Mike. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good to talk to you both. So, so That's good right. to be. So beloved to be here. It is beloved to be here. You're right. Yeah, um, But we have. I, I have to be honest. I, there was a couple stories in there that maybe there's this Obi Wan thing that's interesting. That maybe you know the way that he made it seem is that he did a special scene with somebody. You would assume Liam Neeson. And if we get to that, possible. I don't know if we can get to it because we have just so much to talk about with these two episodes of yep. Bad Batch. And as I as we said last time with um, Steph and I, we thought we watched everything. You know, we thought we saw the whole damn thing. And it turns out that episode two was a very different episode. I think that, you know, they they went out, they found cut again, which we haven't seen cut since. Was it Clone Wars? They didn't, they didn't season, show them. I think season two had cut. Yeah, because yeah, I'm I, pretty sure season two had cut. Because he ties it back in with that Rex came, and you would assume that you know, right? It was that's during the events of like season seven, but I don't remember seeing that in season seven. I just, he's just kind of tying it in because he's like, well, well, when was Rex here? He's like yesterday. It's like that was that was awesome. I liked how they're tying Rex in, and yeah. Rex is off doing his own thing anyway. So we we know that. Um, but all this and how they involved cut and how they involved his family and how. The transition period, though, this is this is what I really liked about it. It's that transition period into what we knew in the Clone Wars series into that beginning stages of the Empire and really watching how the Empire is starting to get their claws into it. And with the the whole storyline that ties into episode three about how they're really starting to move the clone troopers away and bring in the new troopers. They had this winter soldier thing going on with, um, yeah. with Crosshair. So mm -hmm. um it, all of that it's 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 really layered so far but Steph just overall thoughts so far on the two episodes two and three I think they're doing an excellent job of story building character building and then also playing it with the politics in a way that's really working for me yeah. I know that's like been a big criticism especially of episode one two and three that the politics didn't play very well but I think they're doing a really good job of showing how a government can or like a group can take over slowly under the guise of peace in the galaxy uh and then I'm I just am obsessed with Omega I draw I was drawing like heavy connections between her and Echo story yep of just uh, your own chosen family you get to choose and it's not it doesn't matter how you got there so uh, it was great yeah, I, I agree. And I think that um, all of that, the way that they play it together and, and and we even start to see that Wreckers clearly got something going on in his head that, that we're going to see. Yeah. Is it going to be activated? And is was it a reference at the end there um, of the second episode? Well, of the third episode was 
because they said we need another clone in order to. Oh yeah. Are they talking about him? I think like my guess is that they're either talking about an enhanced clone, which would be one of them, or yeah. the Jedi uh, that we saw in the beginning, a Sifo. Sifo. Okay. Master Sifo. Those are my two guesses. Yeah, I wonder. I think I think the way that they make it the way they made it seem by the end there was was wrecker that they're going to try to find him one way or another but and it, and it certainly seems like they're setting it up that they're going to turn crosshair back mm -hmm. but what would you and and just before we go to mike here the uh, what you're saying about the politics i agree and i think that it's the bigger issue with with television right is that you just have more time to do it because yeah. I, I i happen to think politics and star wars when done right is one of the most intriguing thing 100 like, percent just read um, Bloodline from Claudia Gray, and yeah. that, that that will tell you everything that you need to know about politics in Star Wars. And I think that it, it it was just too it was just too rushed in the prequels to where you know it it here's what's going on. But, but yeah, but it's not it's not structured enough. And I think within this show, that well, it's not just this show. It's it's the seven previous seasons of the Clone Wars yeah. all lead up to it. So you have so many hours upon hours. But Mike, what? So you're Watching two and three, what were your overall thoughts and things that stood out to you? I can talk now. No, I, 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 can, I can mute you again if you, you want, want me to talk. Uh, no, I, I loved it. I, like what I loved, and and I, you guys could probably fill me in more on this because I haven't gotten that far in the the regular series. But I love the seeing we're seeing the transition from clones to uh, to soldiers. Like right. and the Kaminoans are dealing with that, and like to see them kind of having that. Like, well, we need to. We, we got to do this, but we got to do this. So they've got some underpinnings and they're kind of, I don't want to say shady, but like they, they're business business for them. It's like yeah. they're going under. And I love that whole thing. Cause that was one of those things like, how does that get addressed mm -hmm. in the, in the grand kind of tapestry of star Wars? Um, I'm getting shades of so what do you, when do you think because animation takes so long? When do you think this show was written uh, by, because I'm getting vibes of, of Mando and Grogu with the, the batch and the young person. Uh, Hunter and yeah. oh my like, god, yeah, yeah. I, I'm getting that like totally. that vibe, and again, that's a story that's been told throughout time. But it just seems to be in Star Wars at the same time, right after each other. It's it's kind of on the head, right? Um, but it, it it it's a it, there's always been those kind of moments in Star Wars. I mean, look, yeah, the other the other thing, the other moment that I thought was very we've seen a million times over, but it always works is we crashed on a moon and there's aliens that have stolen yeah. our stuff. <laughs> I yeah. was just gonna say they did totally. that in Netflix is Lost in Space where it was like specifically dealing with the energy of the ship yeah. but it, it's a trope and you know it, it's cool seeing it through the different lens of star wars it happens yeah i mean when whether it's in empire strikes back or in rebels or in uh i mean mandalorian they always do that or not we, having parents like ray yeah, yeah, yeah we, it's it's All an on it's an ongoing fine. thing that it's fine and it happens and they you just just establishes a little bit more but i think if we jump back into episode two and I think that obviously with Hunter trying to figure out, okay, I have a spawn with this kid and I, but I know not the first thing. I don't know the first thing about being a parent and cuts like, yeah, you, you think you, it's, this is not like fighting droids dude. And I, I related immediately when he said that, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like you have no idea what you're in for. And then, you know, the kid's going out and running around in this, not in the street, but going past the fence. And it's like, oh, what are you doing? You, you don't you give me a heart attack. And like, take it easy. It's good. <laughs> um, but it, all that stuff, it, I thought it was really, it was a good way to establish that, that type of relationship. And, you know, you know that she's not going to go with them, right. it, it, but they set it up and it gets on the, the, all of that when she sneaks into it. And, and I've seen some criticisms where they're like, oh man, they're going to have a kid 
connected to this thing. I'm out. It's like, hey, guess what? It's an animated show on Disney Plus. You also need kids to be locked into this thing. So when yeah, I watch do. this with my daughter, she's going to go, oh, I like Echo. That's how you connect everybody. You can't just say that's hey, how. Yeah, because you kids, you got to see yourself in someone. And so they can see themselves as that character. So. Yeah, it's like it's I don't it, it this, this to me does not. It doesn't scream the way that I think that a lot of people, myself included, um, and maybe even wrongfully so, when Clone Wars came out, when uh, Ahsoka was introed, right? She and I think yeah. Stephanie mm. brought this up. I think that I thought that Ahsoka was a way more just kind of boom in your face. Like, wait, Anakin had a Padawan, and she he calls her Sky Guy. What is happening right now? Like that, <laughs> all, that because we had never seen this. This was the first bit of animation that we had seen. This is the first yeah. we'd seen since the prequels. We weren't used to any of this stuff. We weren't used to any of the development of all of it. So it was just very like jarring. So that's why I think that it's so different than. Omega coming in, you're like, okay, she's she was a clone, and they even referenced this. I think going back to that point of who was she cloned from, because Cut says, no, 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 there's always a purpose of why she's here. We had a purpose, she's got a purpose. She wasn't just made because. Yeah. And I think we're gonna. That's that's her overall, her overall thing. Yeah, I think she's uh, her and Grogu are really important plot points, and her specifically I love as a character and her whole story of cloning ties perfectly in to the story that they're trying to tell. So I think she's the perfect vehicle for that. And I also think that she brings out the best in the other characters. Like what we're, we're falling in love as with character Hunter as a character because of how we see him interact with Omega and his brothers, but it's also because of her. So she's important for the other characters. Yeah. She gives, she gives them more because we know that they're really good soldiers. We know yeah. that we know what, what they can do. We know they have that, that, predator or uh that that crew there's a that elite squad that we've seen many times over we, we we've seen yeah. that but we need to see that more human side of them and that's a good way to do it overall so um i i like i like the inclusion of of omega because i think that it's not it's not one of those things where it's just a matter of okay this is th she's the main character this is what we're doing now right. and it is Take it or leave it. It's like, no, everybody everybody has a purpose for it. And she goes out and she's doing more stuff. And we don't know. this. It was the same thing. Like, we don't know why she she has good instincts. You know, like Steph has hinted that maybe she's she's the first clone that we know that's, that has force. Or maybe, you know, uh, I guess. Yeah. I, guess by, well, but I guess by proxy, you, you look at, I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't Ray essentially be part clone? She's part clone, isn't she? Well, yeah, knows? I guess. I don't know what's going on with that. I mean, their parents were clones. So wouldn't she be part clone? I guess. I... So we're all clone? Yeah. Right? Maybe. It's weird. Especially... I don't know how the science works. I don't I'm still, know. What the, yeah. I'm still trying to figure out how the real world works. So I don't know if I'm going to figure out. <laughs> so, um, but either way, it doesn't, it, if whether or not Omega's instincts are in, you know, you see she's, she's formed this bond. She left. She left with Hunter and those guys because she wanted to. She wanted to. She bonded with them, so she didn't want to go with Cut. She liked Cut and his family, you know. And I think that, but she there's there's something a little bit more to her thing. Okay, so David McKay says Ray's father was a clone, not her mother. But yeah, so wouldn't she be half clone? Half clone. It's a, it's a longer conversation, I guess. But um, yeah. But I don't know. But it's, so a lot of people are thinking that she's a clone that can use the Force. It's it's possible. 
It's absolutely possible. And I, she I, she's exhibited a few of already the Bad Batch's characteristics when she yeah. was able to shoot crosshair, right. and then she was able to track the uh, dragon and right. use hunters things. Right, right, so I right. think we'll see her continuously do that. That's a good call too. Maybe it's not the force, right? Maybe it's maybe she's like a. Um, well, what do you think it is then? Well, maybe she's kind of like a soup of of all the characteristics of what these guys have. Maybe she's got all that. She, I don't know if she's got the brute strength of Wrecker, though, right? Yeah, that's, that's the, the one. one. Have they, yeah. Have they when in the third episode? Um, have they shown yet? Then because I don't remember seeing it where the comedians are talking about the the the, the material like. From the sample, like have they shown where that sample has come from? Um, I, I don't. No, I don't. I mean, you know, no. honestly, I like the I like the mention of Django Fett, by the way, and right. I also like right. the mention that that strain is starting to like yeah, evaporate. That, that, I love that whole that. stuff was great for me. Yep. Like the yeah. the main part of that, the, the third episode was kind of like okay, we like you said we've seen this before, but the Camino stuff was like fantastic. So I thought it was that, great because it. it you know, as Star Wars fans, you don't know the rules until you're told the rules, right? So when you 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 just think, oh well, they have that strain, they can use it forever. Why don't they just use it forever? And you're like, well, we can't. It's running out, and that's one yeah. of the reasons too. Because I always thought that one of the big blunders of the Empire was, well, why are they transferring out of the clones when clearly these clones are so much more effective than the stormtroopers who can't hit anything, right? And yeah. When you look and when you start to say, well, we want to get more recruitment of people who are going to be invested in it, we want to get more. Um, it's less expensive to just recruit people across. When you go back into like Lost Stars and you read Lost Stars, you see how the Empire recruited and what they did and how, what they promised. And they brought some of that into these episodes when the when the troopers, the human troopers were like, the Empire is giving me food. They're giving me stuff that the Republic never did. And that's mm -hmm. how and, and it's this propaganda. And it's the way that that a lot of these armies throughout history have recruited people so yeah i thought that maybe going into the politics of what steph was talking about was very fat was fascinating um and they also what i thought was great when they had the one guy and, and correct me if i'm wrong but i thought that the guy who was telling crosshair yeah enjoy your leadership while you still have it dude he was the one that that crosshair took out right yeah yeah he yeah. was the, the mouthy guy which that scene was so dark yep he shot the woman and then and then shot the the homeboy the other yep. guy it's like what i think that's one of the darkest scenes we've seen ever uh, so i wouldn't i wouldn't say ever but i would say in the disney even yeah, the disney yeah, yeah. era for yeah, sure yeah. it is it reminded me of like the cartoon network clone wars type of dark stuff that they would do someone yeah. was yeah. watching last night one of our people in our, our circle they're like this is a kid show right <laughs> like yeah. What's interesting too is like what I like with with Crosshairs and these guys, they have shades of Treadstone and Born. Yes. Like that. absolutely. And I absolutely. So for me that like that locks me into that kind of yep. like that's awesome that they're going that way in the Star Wars, you know, yeah. uh, uh tapestry. I think so. I mean and, and they and they're basically, you know, and and his boys know that he's they, I like that they, they showed you the second they that Wrecker's like, ah, I kind of miss him. You're like, okay, wait, they're 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 not taking this guy fully to the dark side. They're gonna try to turn him. Yeah, right? you and think then, he's yeah, he'll be back with them? Yeah, because you see him after when he's back at back home or wherever he's sleeping, he's kind of thinking and contemplating. To me, yeah. that felt like he was kind of regretting or questioning what his actions were and fighting the inhibitor chip. Yeah, all of that. And I think that he there was 
And someone just quoted it too when when he even when he says she's like, I don't know where Saul Guerrero he, I don't know where Saul Guerrero is the guy says and he goes I believe you and, yes. and he just takes him out it's he's got a very Thrawn type thing yeah. about him but um but yeah he's just he's like Mike said I thought that was a perfect perfect um comparison to Treadstone where he's just he's gone I, he's and gone. I love I, I guess I don't realize it because uh, you know they do such a good job of the visual distinction of the characters. The fact that those are all D Bradley Baker yeah. is insane yeah. to me because they're yeah. so different. And when I focus on it, when I try and like hear his, whatever his normal voice would be, I can't hear it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think that this is, it's all tying together. I mean, I, someone, I see someone in the, uh, in the chat, some of that there's an adventure of the week vibe. I, 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 I'm not getting that yet. I not think yet. Yeah, I'm not getting that yet. I think that there was there were times I got that with Mandalorian and then realized that how it all ties together. And there was a lot of Mando, stuff. That, absolutely. And there was a lot of times with um with rebels that I could feel that this this I'm not getting that with yet because I think there is they are trying to do something and, and go somewhere and connect it with um with this whole story with Tarkin and the clones and and this new and, and this yeah. balance of power between the Camino uh, peeps and the and the Empire are trying to bring in the new soldiers but the dude who got capped by um by crosshair what i thought was very <laughs> interesting about that was that yeah he was talking a big game on the ship but then he's like no what are you doing we're not we're not taking we're not killing these people we're not, we're not assassins we're, we're supposed to take them in and that is uh, again referencing uh lost lost stars or a lot of these other novels that explore that side of it People who were recruited to the Empire, they thought they're joining this bigger cause and and that they were told the propaganda that the rebellion, or not the rebellion, but the the um the republic was the was the wrong and the corrupt. Yeah. And some people, and you look at it like like Nazi Germany, right? Like mm -hmm. when when they when Hitler took over and they took over Germany, there were there was the German people that were told this, and there were people who joined the the the, the German army that were that went into that I that that's just sick ideology of yeah, yeah world domination. And there's those and and they, they just they they ate it all up and they they atrocious things and and that, that's what they what they did and they and they you know they put their so and that's what a lot of people in the empire did. There were people in the German army who were fighting for the German army because they were fighting for country. And they realized, what are we doing? Yeah. Like, what are we doing? And there are people inside of the empire that are doing the same thing that are like, this is not what we signed up to do here. And he's like, this is what the empire is calling for us on now. Peace out and takes them out. And then fear basically puts the other ones in line. It's that's happened in, in many armies over history. I thought it was a very, very uh, interesting yeah. way to do that. And a very dark scene for sure. Why the hell do they wear armor? It seems like it doesn't ever stop nothing. a blaster. It does ever. Like, ever. It doesn't, dude, it doesn't even stop rocks and sticks. And, you know, <laughs> like, if you look at Return of the Jedi. Well, you, I know that. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> I'm like, he, I mean, granted, he was up close. It was kind of point blank almost. But damn, I was like, shit. It does, it does nothing. It does nothing. Um, that's Star Wars. There's another question here, uh, too, of Anthony Strader. who says, do you think the Bad Batch will be killed off? I think Hunter and Omega will survive. I think a lot of them are going to get killed off. Yeah, I think you think so. Be. I don't know yeah. about this season though, because they're, they're doing. I think one will die. I'll, they'll lose one this season. I think um, Crosshair might die and sacrifice they, himself. Possible. Have, have they established how many seasons we're getting, or no? No, I, I, I think we're definitely going. Getting, I think we're going past one. I think towards the end we're going to lose one. Not not this season. It's too early. 
Oh, you guys, I read this Reddit thread of a prediction that they think that when we're talking about who they're clone, trying to clone, like whether it's a Bad Batch member, like yeah. an enhanced clone, or if they're trying to make, remember um, Galen Merrick from Force Unleashed? Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was an interesting idea that they, they could think be they're trying to make him. Yeah. Hmm. And lead it into the next phase. Um I don't know because it, it that would be trying to clone. That would be like if they were trying to clone a Jedi. Yeah, I wonder though if they're going to go down that route. I mean, people have been asking about Star Killer and whether yeah. or not they're going to bring him in canon. And and if you did, and if you didn't put Sam Witwer in, it would be a damn crime. But oh um, my gosh, yeah. But, but I don't know if they're going to go down that route. I'm not sure yet. I think they've they've you'd have to lock that into, um, you know, other uh, live action things, and it could just become tricky from the way that uh, I, I don't know. It, it's possible, but I I think that. You know the rumors are, by the way, that there's gonna, there are gonna be, and we've we've talked about this, Inquisitors in Obi Wan. Oh yeah, know, it's, and that's that's a, it's a heavier rumor that's been coming out lately, and I mm. I think I, I I think that's definitely gonna happen. I think that um the the actress who was I don't remember her name yet the um who had posted that she's getting lightsaber training and all that she's I think she's gonna be an Inquisitor for sure. Uh, uh, for Obi Wan, the actress. What's that? Actress in Obi Wan. Yeah, yeah. There was a. I can't. Indira. No, 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 no. She. No, the, I know. You know what I'm talking about. So yeah. You, you take. Uh, you know, I didn't chat, see that. Chat can tell us. Yeah, you did. We talked about it. You remember when we when we bring bring. We her talked in. about her lightsaber training. We just talked about her being cast. We talked about both. She because she had posted something on yeah. her Instagram about how fun it was to pick up a lightsaber, and we started kind of um, oh, okay. going over the idea of it. But um, I, the reason I bring that up is I wonder where we are we're we're only about what a couple of months after order 66 was right. initiated right and we're and obi-wan is eight to ten years out from that so the question is at that do, do you think at any point inside because i don't think it's necessary and this is a question i feel that comes up in every series that takes place in this time do we ever see vader in this series if so in does clone he, wars in, in in bad batch do we ever oh, see bad him? batch mm. yeah um why not? I just don't know if he's necessarily. Well, okay, uh, well, so, so this is three months or six months after Revenge. Uh, it's 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 right afterwards, but I don't know how. So how, he's still kind of getting used to that suit and stuff. He yeah, ain't but out I mean, they're doing dirty deeds in the universe. He was out there pretty quick doing it. I mean, you go to the Vader, the, yeah, the Vader comic. He was out there pretty quick. He um, likes to pull up on people. I think he maybe does. he likes to pull up on people. Yeah, he really yeah. does. He's he a drive-by type of guy. Spear. He's like, Meow. yeah, yeah. He'll literally shoot you at your front door. That's um, right. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I'm talking about. You're bringing boys in the hood into Star Wars here. That's who Darth oh, Vader is. <laughs> That's who back. Darth Vader no. is. Um, I think perhaps in like a finale scene, you know, kind of get like a Rogue One type entry yeah. but exit for him. Well, it'd be a good way for him to kind of take somebody out because there was so one of the earlier canon novels, um, not not Battlefront's the game. What the hell was it called? In the novel, yeah, Alexander Freed. No, I mean, you know, it's not Legends. It's 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 one of the canon novels. Uh, oh. I'll tell you. I'll tell you in a second. Alexander Freed, um, Star Wars. His novel that he did was yeah, it was Battlefront. It was Battlefront uh, Twilight Company. Um, and it's a really good book, underrated. Nobody really talks about it. And the reason I bring that up is because they, Mike, you'd really enjoy this particular scene that happens in the book. They, it's told in the perspective of this company that's fighting during Hoth, right? 
Okay. And during the Battle of Hoth. Yeah. And okay. Vader, Vader, remember when Vader breaks through the 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 base and he's ready? Yep. What we didn't see in the movie was he wipes out an entire squad, very similar to what he did in Rogue One, right? And oh, he's the, like, show. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's the first time that they see. I'm very curious too because the, that book came out before Rogue One. I, I was I was wondering if Ooh, that's if, inspiration. I was wondering if that because it's basically what happens, and and the, our lead characters like, what is that that we that just walked through the door? We and and maybe that's because Vader always showed up, and it was like this yeah. myth. Yeah, that's the thing. You, I was just thinking that. I'm glad you said that. Like, Vader is always, in, especially in the early films, was that like that that I don't want to say like Jaws presence, where it was just he just show you hear about him and then he shows up. You don't right. see kind him of. doing the things. So like that's one of those things. Like I would never want that scene re put into Empire Strikes Back. No, like, no, I no, no. Like, no. Let's do a new thing and have George come back and add this scene. No, and we didn't. Like, nah, no, not that. How it is. But, I, but I'm saying maybe something along those lines. But the books in bad, are great to do something yes, like that. But I'm saying something like that in Bad Batch, where oh it's, yes, where, yes, yes, where okay. you know they're they're going through and then Tarkin's like, uh, yeah, all right, that's, you know, the, nobody's that. doing anything. How about? Oh yeah, you haven't seen this yet. Oh yeah, thanks. Yeah, they're all dead now, and it's yeah. like okay. Vader can always be the. How do we kill them all? I just put Vader. Yeah. Force, um, like like, like a yeah, weapon, force, just let uh, him unleash. Yeah, that's what he is because you know we we've we've seen what the we've always seen what the this the, the troopers the can aftermath. do. Well, we see what the troopers can do and how skilled they are. But it's like, oh, the what are you going to do? What are you going to do against him? Nothing. Nothing. You know. Nothing. So, so that's that's interesting. I don't know. I mean, it, someone says they think that we're going to see Vader at the end of the of the Bad Batch. I mean, it's that's kind of what we're talking about. You know, and maybe maybe it happens at the end of the. At the end of the season, maybe it happens at the end of next season, maybe at the end of the series. I don't know. Uh, but I, I think this is a very interesting way to continue on the ideas of the Clone Wars because it's clearly past the Clone Wars. And it's tra- it, it, I've, there's just a particular scene when they're walking through the market with Cut. And I'm like, oh, man, this is, this is a great bridge to the other stuff, whether it's, um, whether it's Rebels, whether it's you know, uh, Cassian, any of these shows that are setting up, there's so much world building in between that you can jump yeah. and, and time jump back and forth to say, okay, let's fill in these kind of pieces here. Even that small right. line of Rex was here yesterday. And so like, we know what Rex is doing. He's out there after fighting with Ahsoka and, and everything. And, and then he pairs up and with them later on down the line, we know his journey. So the, I, I just think it's a very, very interesting way to, to, to piece it all together so far. And I'm enjoying what I'm seeing. Yeah, especially yeah, I love the because if he does pair up with Ahsoka, if we ever see that on, I don't know if we might get Ahsoka. I doubt it, but that would be fun. Um, but I, I, I love how they're building like little things like that. Mm-hmm. It's good to have those callbacks, especially to the Clone Wars episodes and other animated products. Yeah, yeah. and I, and I, this is another one to where I agree with this. The best part of the the series so far has been showing the transition of needing and eliminating the use of clones. I, I think that's the like actual the main storyline. Yeah, I really yeah. do. Like the the side like, and I guess kind of given merit to what the person said before, there was like a little this the side adventure of finding. Even though it's, it, I don't think it's a throwaway adventure of the week type thing because I think that it's establishing the relationship between the clones and Omega, which is needed. But I happen to think that the main storyline is that exactly what you're talking about is that transition of the clones were instrumental in winning the war, but the empire is done with them. And how do they get these new recruits in and how do they 
use the propaganda to let regular civilians know fight for your f- fight for the right cause do this and then if you don't like what we're doing we'll kill you in a jungle right and yeah. they're obviously still working with the Kaminoans. Kim- is that the plural of it i've been um, trying to figure it out i'm not yeah in the man Kaminoans in the in the mandalorian because remember dr pershing um, he was like the one mainly t- trying to take samples from Grogu. He's yeah. in Camino clothing. So I wonder uh, what the transition will be, but he's not a Kaminoan or a Kaminoan. Right. So, um, and they usually only work with themselves. Yeah. I mean, that's, other that's than true. business. That's true. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I'm, I, I want to see how it's going to all pan out. I think that they've set this up really, really well so far and now obviously with um what they're doing on camino at the moment of i think they're going to try to capture record that's what they're going to try to do i think their record is going to be their next one that they're going to try to why is that why do you think that it just was it just felt set up to me when he's he's got the bad headache and he has all this stuff going on and then they need they need one of the they need one of the clones in order to branch out to the next strand and they don't and the, the Django strand is starting to run out but they know how much that these um rogue bad batch what what they've been able to do and i, and I okay. just i just think that that's where they're going to go with it um yeah. or and- yeah i think that or it's like you know order 66 he just becomes that and wants to follow orders and yeah. and then separate from that they're cloning someone so he's either going to be the th- sample they want or just like a part of it and be like a, a crosshair yeah yeah agreed now if they said anything because i'm i don't believe they did but were there like of the clones like there's one that they would favor more than the others or are they just they all just assume they're all the same clone, so it doesn't it's, matter. There's no seen, genetic yeah. difference. I'd want tech. I feel like tech's the most – or Hunter. It just seems like they do such a or good Hunter. job establishing that they're yeah. all different. So I mean, that's maybe what they might try to do. Maybe they try to get – oh, so they think that the, they think they're looking for – someone says they're looking for Boba. I don't know. Boba, Boba to me is a little um, – mm. Boba. someone said Boba, Boba Fett's in episode four for sure. Well, look – I, we we completely forgot that I mean I did until just now that Fennec is going to pop up soon. I yeah. thought that was Fennec for a second in the um the, uh, the no the group of um other the, soldiers that the human soldiers that yeah, came okay. oh, uh, oh, the oh, black haired one for a second but then I was like no that's not her and that wouldn't be how she was introduced but I I got excited and then yeah but that's true she's going to show up sometime. Yeah, I um I completely I completely forgot. So I don't know though if someone's you know because someone said because Phoenix is gonna pop up that Boba's gonna show up. I I don't know if they ever really did they know each other before. No, not yet. The so, only right? reason Boba knows Fennec is because he found saved her. her, saved her in tattoo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't I don't think that they really. Well, I mean, it was never it, it does it's never said in the Mandalorian that that's the first time they ever met. But that's true. But but. I I felt the same way that you did. So that was the, to me, it seemed like that was the first time she was, she felt like she owed him her life. So that's why they had this bond. And we're going to see that in the book of Boba Fett. But um, yeah. Anyway. And I felt like the part of their storyline was they're both types of people that moved alone. Yeah. And then they, we'll see. Someone asked if um the black haired girl from the empire was 
Iden Verso from Battlefield Two. I, I don't think so. I I looked in the in the I, there's there, there'd be no reason for them not to use Janina Gavankar's voice. She would have done it in a heartbeat, and I think that they would have made more of um, a thing out of that if that was her. I, I don't think that was her. I think she is going to show up though. I think she's going to show up in um, whether it's Cassian or or even. Um, Probably not Cassian because she would be on a little bit more on the the Empire side. Uh, but I think she, most likely either Mandalorian season three would would be realistic if she's going to show up. And I think that there's been rumors that she can do it. That'd be cool. Yeah, and it's twenty years, and this is like twenty years before Battlefront two, also. So she would be super super young at that point. Um, okay, before we move on to some other stories, I wanted to let you guys know, as we've told you before, Headspace. Um, Headspace is a sponsor of this podcast, and Steph and I were raving about it last week. We'll rave it, uh, rave about it again. For you guys, you, you're wondering. You say, ah, "Wouldn't it really? Wouldn't it be great if there was a pocket-sized guide that helped you sleep, you focus, act, be better?" Man, wouldn't that be awesome? Well, guess what? There is. And if you have ten minutes, Headspace it'll change your life. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations and an easy-to-use app. Headspace is the only is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation is, Headspace really can help you feel better. If you're overwhelmed, Headspace has a three-minute SOS meditation for you. If you need some help falling asleep, Headspace has wind-down sessions that members swear by. And for parents, I'll tell you this, Headspace has even more morning meditations that you can do with your kids. Headspace's approach to mindfulness can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. Steph, you've uh, you've talked about Headspace many times, and you've done it. Your, your I think you said your siblings kind of turned you on to it, right? Uh, yeah, I had a few friends who were using it, and I was like, "What do you mean an app that's going to help me meditate? That makes no sense." But it was the perfect introduction to it. I couldn't get into it before. I didn't understand why meditating was so helpful, but it is. I said this last week. The reason why I am so chill. <laughs> so Headspace yeah. makes it really, really easy to meditate and get into it, and it's a lot easier than you think. And you can do it for any amount of time that you want. Well, it's also backed by 25 published studies on its benefits. There's 600,000 five-star reviews and over 60 million downloads. Headspace makes it easy for you to build a life-changing meditation practice with mindfulness that works for you on your schedule anytime, anywhere. You deserve to feel happier, and Headspace is meditation made simple. So here's what you do. You go to headspace.com slash Sith. Headspace.com slash Sith. And if you do, you'll get a free one month trial to be chill like Steph with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. It's the best deal that's offered right now. And you could do it because you're listening to the Sith Council. You got to go to headspace.com slash Sith today. Um, thank you to Headspace. I'm glad that I'm really, that's one of my favorites i'm so happy that they're on board with us right now because we're on board with them um you know going back into before we move to some of these other stories the bad batch someone says will think that boba is a deserter i mean i think that they would think that right because he looks like Django, but he's think, i mean you think so but he's an unaltered clone i mean that's i think that even when cut was getting on at the end the guy's like hey wait a minute you look familiar i mean the people would say that they he looks familiar because he he's got right. i mean even boba says it in in mandalorian he's like yeah they're gonna recognize my face so yeah. they might think it for sure but i think that after a little if you if you look at like tech would say no he's not a registered clone at all this guy's this guy's something else 
yeah. you'd find out pretty quick. But I don't know. Did is there was there confirmed reports that Boba is showing up in this series? I didn't see any of that. I didn't see that. He'd be a lot younger. I mean, at this point, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he'd be very like. He's twenty uh, years younger, so yeah, something along those lines. So I, I, I mean, he's in his, he's in his like, well, he'd be probably maybe mid thirties, right? Something along those lines. Is that right? I don't remember. No, no, no maybe not. Maybe twenty. Clone Wars is three. Uh, Revenge is three years after Clone, uh, after Attack of the Clones, right? So he'd be what? Bubba would be. I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I just don't know how. I, yeah, I'm just not sure how he how he. He more like he he would ages. be. I mean, he'd be a kind of cool foil for Omega. True, and he ages Most normally. Two would right? have good stories together because being right. they'd be seem much similar in age. You, you could. I mean, you absolutely could use him. You absolutely could use him because Ex of, yeah. The it's only it's reason I don't think it's going to happen is because they said that the the sample is no longer effective and they're moving to phase three, which to me indicates something different, not pulling from the same sample. Well, mm -hmm. right. But I, may, maybe he doesn't he's not necessarily part of that. But maybe uh, I don't know. Is it because someone said he would be a teenager at that point? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know. I mean, are they going to show anything with him? <laughs> I don't know if it's necessary to show Boba Fett, especially the fact that we're going to get a lot of Boba Fett in like December, you know, um, I mean, cause shoot, even Krennic's not Krennic. Um, Fennec has to be a lot younger also mm -hmm. because it's, it's 20 years younger. And, and she's, what's so funny is that, uh, Ming-Na is she's, I think she's close to 60 years old and she looks like she's 35 years old. Is she really? Wow. Yes. Yeah, it's crazy. The Asian it's crazy. It's like <laughs> incredible. I remember when I look at she was like, and she's like doing, she's kicking the crap out of people. And I'm like, how old is she now? Is she like in her early 40s? It's like 57. I go, are you kidding me? She's, like, I, she I, is Chun Street she's Fighter. So much props. She's so, she is such a talented, talented actress. And in so many ways, like she just is such a uh, embodiment of what Star Wars is. Like, just a, like, she was such a kick ass character. And the fact that they're going to maneuver that character, put her in the bad batch, I'm curious on how they're going to do it. Very Me curious. Too. Do it. Yeah. Me too. It's such a good call by them because yeah. that's when I think Star Wars did a really good job of listening with the Mandalorian, you know, with yeah. Deborah Chow, with Fennec. They like, took what people were loving and then we're like, okay, let's double down on this and make it work other places. Well, I mean, I, and that's that I think is one of the main um, benefits also of having Filoni as the executive producer on this show, right? They've it, it, It's funny because even though he's not directing it, they make it like resistance. It was like, is Filoni involved with this show? I think yeah, he, he is. He is. But in this one, it's like, boom, executive producer Dave Filoni, you know, like right away that it's Filoni <laughs> and it's got that same style and the characters. So he's he's very instrumental, I'm sure, in saying, hey, you know what we should do is let's put Fennec in it now. We can relate that to the story. I think he's wanted to tell this Bad Batch story for a long time. So now that he's able to do it, um, it's it's this show is one of the, it's it's similar to WandaVision for me where I well not 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 the same I guess because WandaVision I had no interest in uh when when I saw the trailers I thought it looked dopey yeah. I, I didn't want anything to do with it and I wound up loving it when I when I watched it this show I was just it, I, I think maybe I'll relate it a little bit more to maybe Andor right like Andor is coming out and I'm like okay you know it's the Star Wars thing I'll watch it um and then I started watching this show and I was hooked from the second Canaan shows up. I'm like, oh, 
they're tying this into everything. It's not just I was more worried about what that what that guy said that these are just going to be side adventures of the Bad Batch that doesn't tie in anything. Now I didn't realize it was going to tie into the the majority of this uh, the, the cloning and the new and the way that the Empire is going to structure itself and the Saw Gerrera of it all. So I thought that this is um this is a really great show so far. Yeah. I know yeah. we didn't even talk about Saw Gerrera. That is an interesting also plot line that they're throwing in there. I wonder where it's going to lead to, if we're going to see him again, or if that was more just a call to what we see him in the future. I think it's also a, a call to show, like they used him as that there are still people out there trying to understanding that this is not, this is not the solution. The empire yeah. is certainly not the solution. There are people out there running around and it also was set up to say, oh, he's got these people who follow him. Yeah, but they're dead now because they're not following what the Empire is doing, and this is what the Empire will do because Crosshair is trained in that way, and the fact that he's now training, like, so for the guy that got taken out, that's the ideal of what you want the soldiers to actually have, of like, okay, right. we're doing the job that we're supposed to be doing, but they're they're human beings. Let's take them in. We'll question them. Yeah. That's what you want. But when the other soldiers see Crosshair do that, and then go, this is how it works. You do it or you die. They, that's what they learn. So then they kill all those people. And yep. then they teach the next wave of soldiers that come in that that's the way it's done or you die. And when you continue to do that throughout the galaxy, that's when you get these, uh, these soldiers. And you get these idiots who can't hit anything. Yeah. And I was thinking about that. Those three, I would have looked at one another and been like, Let's fuck. Let's shoot this guy. Yeah. I don't want to do this. I know. That's. <laughs> but. But then again, it's like, well, he just did that. He probably oh, yeah. knows. Yeah. Are you sure you want to try that? <laughs> it's like no. I'm telling you. The second you hear his voice, you say, "I want to be assigned to the cafeteria." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this, it, this is who you're going to be working with. Hello, everyone. Nope. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I'm going back. I'm you going back. Yeah. I no, retire. They, yeah, because even because even when he even if he turns good again, it's like. I feel I'm going to be good now. That doesn't work. <laughs> no, doesn't work. But it does. It just why it reminded me of the Winter Soldier because he's going to have all these things that he did that was terrible that he's going to know that he shouldn't have done. That's why I don't think he's going to survive. I think he's he's probably he's probably out of it. Um, yeah. you know, I guess we don't have much time and no super chats today because I didn't really ask for them. Uh, so that's on me. But um. We, we if, if you're not doing super chats today, that is fine. That is cool. What I would ask, though, please, what we rely on here, because we don't do the, the Schmobot and we want to make sure that um, we can continue to have uh, these two lovely people that I have on the show with me to continue to keep saying, hey, we can pay you to do this show. Uh, well, what I'd like you to do, if possible, is go to uh, Apple Podcasts and subscribe to us over there leave a comment rate review us do that that helps us get wonderful sponsors like headspace so please go and um and do that today that would be very very helpful um before we move on and steph is going to be hosting sen today and talk about helping out we're, we're going to do um most underrated actors and actresses on the on the show today and we're going to be doing robots only on that show so you can go on over there and you could you can interact with steph and and be over there. It's, it's going to be a very small show here today. It's going to be Steph and I think Alex and Malcolm and Sabrina is going to be on, going to be on the show today. So it's, it'll be a fun show, a little intimate show. So make sure you head on over there. And a fun show for y'all to chime in too. Especially. Yes. Oh, thank you, David. Thank, thank, that's for me. So you don't get any of that, you guys. Uh, you? And then, Dre, thanks, Dre. That's awesome. Thank you, Dre. Dre, uh, appreciate that. So well, there you go, David and Dre. That's very helpful. It's very. We, we thank you. We thank you. Uh, 
Um, so did you guys tell me the full, if, if you read the article on what I sent with Obi-Wan today, what Ewan McGregor said, he said he filmed a special scene with someone on May the 4th. Right. You see that, Mike? What was yeah. the uh, well, I'm I'm always I, I don't want to say hesitant when people do stuff yeah. like that or the actors say stuff like that because you never know. I mean, look right. at Paul Bettany, what he said, and the internet went in an uproar with they're thinking who it was. So, but <laughs> I, Ewan doesn't seem like that, and he, you know, I, I my 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 gut was saying Liam Neeson, like because I I don't think I'm trying. When I read that article, I was like, has he worked with him since then? I was like, he hasn't. It's only been Star Wars. He's never done another film with him. Oh, he hasn't. Okay, so maybe. So it's it's it like to, to think those two actors, prolific actors, is like, wait a minute, they yeah, they have not worked together. Since yeah, I, I think so. That's got to be pretty awesome to see them back together again. Twenty, it's got over twenty years since they first worked together. Phantom Menace was shot in ninety seven. Yeah. So man, twenty five years ago. This reminds Ooh. me, man. It reminds me of the conversation that you and I had before Luke showed up. And it was of who it was going to be. Well, I just I remember I, I just kept standing on that hill saying it just makes sense that he would show up. It just yeah, in, you were in there the, in the storyline wise. It makes sense. It right. just makes sense that Qui Gon would show up. It just makes yeah. sense because you know the, it, it's just an unleft thing that was set up in the prequels. And Yoda tells Obi Wan go to this planet and go communicate with him. Yeah. So he's he's been communicating with them already. We know that already. Mm -hmm. So I yeah. I don't even think they need to have that scene. I hope that they don't. I hope they don't have that scene where it's like, oh, I figured out how to talk to him finally. It's been ten years, and they figured it out. It's like no, he's, you he's want like, it to be Eureka. going. You yeah, want it to be oh. kind of in 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 progression already. Yeah, already not, not not the old guy sitting on the island. Oh, I finally got the radio to work. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> like I don't I don't need that. I need. I, it, it's been happening. It's been it's it's ten years. He went there to to make it happen, and and Qui Gon's been talking to him because we know already from the novels that he's been talking to him. So right. So let's keep talking to him, and and it just it just pops up, and they they said he said he filmed that scene with him, but you could take like a full day, and you all right here here's the script. He's got to talk to him like you know six times throughout the show. So let's do it in like two days, two or three days, and we'll we'll, we'll knock it out. And here's all the times that. They, they talk to each other because he's not he can't get involved we know that the force ghosts don't get involved but he can right. help him out and do all that and i i think that that the fact that anakin is involved in general right with with hayden christensen that is right the fact that he is involved and that and it was qui-gon who said let's take this kid and obi-wan's like no no no, no. this is bad, bad news at one point hey look maybe you were right you know, it's like he has, right. he's got the conversation in there. They're sitting around the campfire, and 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 he's doing a, a another ghost sit, and and he's and he's having this conversation with them. I think that the fans are going to be interested in hearing that that tie-in. So I think Qui Gon, if, if you're asking me in a percentage wise, yeah, what you got? What you got? The numbers? What's your numbers say? Ninety-five percent. I'm going that high. Ninety-five. That that's Qui Gon. That he, no, that that he's going to be in the show. Well, yeah. I think that's a given. Uh, don't we know that already? We don't know it. No, no, it's not. Announced. I mean, is it, it's like, a foregone a foregone conclusion. You would assume, but you know, just never assume because there's a, there's a lot of times it, because it's one of those things that people will look with with Deborah Chow directing this thing. I I can't see myself getting too upset at the show in general, but I'm going to be bummed if he doesn't pop in. Yeah, like that's the difference. Like. With Mandalorian season two, there was no thought of Luke Skywalker. If they had never said we're shooting a guest, this and that, like the hints were there, you would have never thought he was showing up. 
Obi Wan, um, yeah. you're like, yeah, you, yeah, he's got to be there somewhere. You mean, you mean to. the, you mean the hints with the fact that there's another Jedi running around and that kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah, another right. Jedi, not yeah, I agree necessarily with that. him. I agree. If like, if if they it didn't was there, the seeds were there. But going into this storyline, right. the, the, right. the time frame it is, when you say the Mandalorian, you don't well, it is and you don't know right. about Grogu or anything. You don't just no. necessarily say, oh yeah, Luke's gonna show up. You're like. Yeah. People were wondering because of the timeline, like if they could be mentioned and that kind of thing. Yes, I agree yes. with you. But this this makes sense for him to be there. And here's here's a so David again asked. I'd love to see Liam. Don't you think Disney would have announced he'd be in the show? No way. No way. Uh, no. I'm still recovering from Boner and WandaVision. There's no chance they would announce him that, because nope. it takes away that special surprise. No, it takes, and you're waiting for it every episode. Like when's he showing up? When's he showing yeah, up? Yeah, and they want another Luke moment. They want exactly. another, and yeah. also social and, media and to yeah. kind of play devil's advocate. If he isn't in it, they're like, well, we never teased him. We never right. led you to believe he was going to be there. Yeah. And here's, this is, this is the, the counter. So they didn't announce Ahsoka, Boba or Luke in Mando. So they wouldn't announce. Yeah. They're not going to, I agree. But with did you. Well, but with Mando, didn't they announce Rosario Dawson was cast on the show? They did not. It was, are rumored. you sure? It was leaked. They never announced. Oh, it was leaked. It was leaked. It was out there that she yeah, was cast. Yeah, yeah and, and they were not, and they were not happy that it was. When leaked. that happened, you're like, oh, okay. There, yeah. There's only a couple people she could be. Oh my yeah. gosh, was, when she showed up, oh, that was such a good moment. Yeah, everybody knew that it was going to happen because it it was leaked, and you know okay. there was never there was never any. If they were burned, then then they're absolutely covering their butts on this thing. And I can tell you, like I like this is what with Filoni. He's Filoni's a great politician, also because you've never you've never seen Filoni. Every time he shows up, he's just like. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. When he's pissed off, he goes, yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. When he's happy, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. Uh -huh. we'll see. And you know, behind closed doors, when that was leaked, he was kicking trash cans and throwing things against the wall. He was pissed. You he know. He headspace. Oh, he, was, he <laughs> definitely needed to use headspace. He was pissed off. There's no chance he wasn't pissed off. I'd love to get an interview with him again and say, come on. Spill yeah. it. When that was leaked. It's out me, now. Come tell on. Tell me the truth. Tell me the truth. How mad were you? No, no, it was yeah. fine. It was it was cool. You know, it was fine. People get excited. Yeah, people get excited. He'd never tell you. He'd never tell you. Um, that's why he's that's why he's as good as he is. Yep. Anyway, uh, this is a this was a fun show. It was a good show. Those are the main topics because this is really what we're gonna be doing. For people asking in the comment section, yeah, it's gonna be every Friday from now on. Um, well, at least why Bad Batch is out, and I and maybe even keeping it going on Fridays because a inner geekdom is airing on Wednesdays now, and and they're going to be covering Loki, so it makes sense for them to, you know, air on Wednesday, and we're going to be airing on Friday, and then we might as well just stick on Friday for a while because Boba Fett is going to come out and drop on Fridays, and we're going to need to be able to see that. So, um, yeah. So thank you guys, thanks to Mike, and thanks to Steph for joining us here today, and make Got sure it. you go check out Steph on SCN Live. SCN Live is going to only be today from ten o'clock to eleven thirty because at eleven thirty at the Skybound Expo on the Skybound Channel, we're doing a horror exhibition match between Video Drew, William Bibiani, and Adam Collins. But on the table, announcing and calling the match, not only Mark Ellis. But Robert Kirkman, that's right. Robert Kirkman is going to be calling the match. Robert Kirkman, of course, the creator of both Walking Dead and Invincible. Uh, he's going to be on the table calling that match. It's going to be a lot of fun. And it's going to be at 11.30 a.m. today on the Skybound YouTube channel. Please go over there and support. Show them. that Every, every expo that we've done, by the way, Sky uh, Schmodown has been one of the, the most engaged uh, audiences and the most uh, interactive ones and done really well. Show them exactly what you guys are made of and go on over there and, uh, and support both Kirkman and Ellis and, and the whole crew. 
Thank you guys. Thank you very much for joining us here today. Thank you to Mike. Thank you to Steph. You got it. See you next time. Gives you focus, makes you stronger.